Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, May the 6th, 2023. It is currently 1.01 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. And I'm going to do everything in my power in this live broadcast to get us all back in the car and back on the highway. See, see, I believe it was yesterday. Well, we were just driving down the highway. Everything was going great. Everything was going wonderful. We're involved in this seven-week study on the subject of temptation. We've maintained basically a pretty clear path down the highway without any detours, no major deviations, no U-turns, no pulling over to the side of the road. And of course, what do I do? <laughs> I look over and I'm like, wait, 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 what? what's that sign over there? Wait, three urgent steps I need to take right now to combat temptation. Let's take a detour, everyone. So we took the detour and we stopped at this kind of roadside seminar on temptation. That, that's kind of what we did. And well, one, obviously the internet service wasn't really good because we have some te- technical glitches and us attending the seminar. That wasn't helpful. And second, by the time we were done with the seminar... It was a confounding theological mess. They quoted from Charles Haddon Spurgeon and then turned around and quoted from a Catholic mystic. Okay. They, uh, I, I, I don't even really know what to make of what those three urgent steps they gave us, but I know this. It took us way off the beaten path. That's my fault. I apologize. I could not resist. I just could not resist. I saw that sign. Three urgent steps to take to combat temptation. You know, seminars starting in one hour. And I'm like, we've got it. We've got it. And I know everyone, I know I heard all of you in the back seat saying, don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't take the exit. And boom, I took the exit. I pulled into the parking lot. You all started grumbling and complaining. I'm like, come on, guys, let's get out. It's going to be fun. And y'all were like, no, it's not. And then when it was over, all of you were looking at me going, why did you take that detour? Why did you do that? We told you it was going to be trash. We told you it was going to be a waste of time. And I'm here to admit that it was. So we're all back in the car. And my goal today on this Saturday, May the 6th, is to get us back on the highway so that we can bring this study on the subject of temptation, hopefully, to a very profitable, beneficial conclusion. Now, we're not going to conclude it, obviously, today, but I've got to get us back on the highway so that we can make it to the finish line, so that we can make it to our destination. And our destination, hopefully, is Wow, I understand temptation better than I've ever understood it. That was a very interesting approach. Hopefully, it will be very, very beneficial. Now, of course, how much you benefit from it really depends on you. You know, I can ask you questions. Are you using the curriculum? Did you look at the PDF file that we provided on the subject of temptation, uh, giving articles from uh, on the subject of temptation starting somewhere in the 1600s up to the 1800s? Did you use that? Hopefully, you've used all that has been offered to you, and hopefully you have benefited greatly from it. Now, please remember, you can email me anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, and say, 
here's this question. Here's this question. I got this question from the curriculum. I got this question from the PDF file. I got this curriculum from the, uh, I got this question from the uh, scripture that we've been looking at. I got this question just because it's always been, I've always been thinking about it. Email me your questions sooner rather than later so that we possibly have time to address the questions before we get to the end of our study, because we are fast approaching the end and we've got a lot of work to do. So my job is to kind of do a reset to say, okay, guys, forget the, forget the detour, forget the exit I took. We're back on the highway. Let's focus. So are you ready to do that? Are you ready to do that? I hope you are. And we're going to do every, I'm going to do everything in my power to get us all back on the same page. Okay. Now, I'm going to do two things. Number one, I'm going to remind you specifically of the scripture passages that I want you to make sure not only have you already read, that you are currently reading, and that you will read a few more times before we are finished. All right, that, that's the first thing I want to do. Uh, okay, yes, yeah, somebody says, I can't believe how fast they fly. I know, it, it, it's it's... I, I guess that's what's so, uh, that's always the hard part for me because when we start these studies, you know, when we start these studies, I'm always like, oh, we're going to be studying temptation for seven weeks. And even for me, I, 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 I always just like, before I know it, I'm like, what happened? Like, where we are? We, what, we got a week left? We got two weeks left? Like, what do we do? Like, and, and I always feel like I, I didn't do enough. And I, I didn't structure it enough. I didn't talk about it enough. Now, some people would say, you do too much, right? I mean, you've done, this is like part 18, part 19. Nobody can keep up with 18 or 19 hours of broadcast on the subject. So I, I'm always debating with myself, like, how much is too much? But I also know if I just say, hey, guys, for the next seven weeks, we're going to study temptation. Here's the curriculum. Here's the PDF file. Enjoy. I'll, I'll check in every once in a while. I'm sorry. The majority of the people are not going to do that. The majority of the people that they, they, they have to have someone kind of right there with them. On the other hand, though, if I turn on the microphone too much, people say, well, that's too many broadcasts. I can't listen to all of them. So there's really a, there, there's probably a balance somewhere, but I, I can't find it. But let me, but I, I, I digress. I, I'm getting off track here. Stay with me. Here's what we're going to do. Number one, in this episode, as we're back on the highway, I'm going to remind you specifically of the very specific passages of scripture you should have already read, you should still be currently reading, and I want you to read a few more times before we are done. I want you to really read them, breathe them in, drink them in, meditate, feed upon them, all right? Secondly, I'm going to point you to something that we started a long time ago. We stopped, but we're getting ready to enter into the summer of 2023. We're going to really try to maybe reemphasize this during the summer of 2023. I'm going to be pointing you to a specific app that I want you to utilize to memorize some scripture before we are done in relation to this subject on temptation. All right? So are you ready? Here we go. We started, so this is all going to be just trying to reset and get us all back on the same page, all right? We started this study, I'm, I'm going back, with Unit 2, Session 1. I don't know if you remember way back then. Unit 2, 
session one, right, in April. And our first focus was the the curriculum wanted us to look at the source of temptation. And we definitely looked at the source of temptation, meaning it arises from inside of us. We looked at the internal source more than any external fa- factors. But we really spent the first session really trying to define what temptation is. And does everyone remember the scripture that you were supposed to focus on? James chapter 1. James chapter 1. So I need you to write down James chapter 1. And here I'm going to try to give you the specific passages I want you to look at. I want you to look at James chapter 1 verses 2 through 18, just the whole section. James 1, 2 through 18. Focus on that which refers to temptation. If you're not using the King James, you may see that the translators try to draw a distinction between temptation and trials. We, we talked about that in our defining of temptation, that temptation is an enticement of e- to evil, a trial in order to get us in thought, word, desire, feeling, and action to do, to do that which is contrary to God's word. And it does this in order to test us so that we can really see where we are spiritually on the end side. So temptation has three aspects, enticement to evil, a trial, and a test, right? And we we talked about that. Hopefully I said all of that correctly. So look at James 1, 2 through 18. James 1, 2 through 18. That that, that one kind of stood alone by itself. Just, just really dig into that. Now there's a lot there in James 1, 2 through 18, but focus on that primarily, which relates to temptation. It also presented us a really difficult problem about God's involvement with temptation, that we have returned to that question and that problem over and over and over throughout this study. Hopefully, you've given that more thought and more study and more struggle as well. Hopefully, you have. All right? That was unit two. Session one, session one, we started off, I mean, boom, I mean, right there with some big stuff, defining it, the source of it, and God, God's involvement with it. Some some really important things right there, okay? Then we went from unit two, session one, to, let me go back, to unit two, session two, unit two, session two. Unit 2, Session 2, and here were the scriptures that you were to look at, all right? Unit 2, Session 2, the scriptures you were to look at were Deuteronomy chapter 8, specifically verses 2 through 10, and Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Now, when we were in it, I just basically told you Deuteronomy 8 and Matthew 4, but for your kind of review and to reset just now as we get closer to the to the conclusion, to the finish line, just specifically look at Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 10, and Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Group those together. Group those together. Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 10, and Matthew 4, 1 through 4. And remember, this one dealt with, in fact, if you just remember, I don't know if you remember here, but if you go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, 2 through 10, right? Remember this. Deuteronomy 2, verse 3, And he humbled thee, and he suffered thee to hunger and to feed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know 
that man does not, doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Deuteronomy 8, 3. Man does not live by bread alone. Now, I know we typically use that to say, see, you need to read your Bible, you need to study your Bible. But remember when we looked at it in its original context, it's not so much about that. Man does not live by bread alone. In other words, we don't live by pursuing the physical, but what we are to do is to live relying on God's word, God's God's direction, God's commands, where God leads and 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 leads and directs us, right? Through his word. It's not so much about reading your Bible, it's about not relying on yourself, you're going to rely on God. See, you may say, this is what we should do, this is what we want, this is what we need. That's relying on your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own desires. Living by bread alone is, no, I'm going to rely on God's word and what he thinks and what he feels, even though it goes against what I want. Remember, we talked a lot about that. So, unit two, session two. Basically, remember, this dealt with the temptation to rely on ourselves instead of God. And this was Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 10, and Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Please read, read, read that. So, James 1, what, 2 through, I think, 18, I believe is what I said. And then Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 10, Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Please read these passages. Read them. Right? Now, that's unit two, session two. All right, unit two, session two. Now, we then moved on to unit two, session three. Unit two, session three. Unit 2, Session 3. Now, remember, we added a scripture here. Unit 2, Session 3, we found ourselves in Deuteronomy chapter 6, specifically verses 16 through 25. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 16 through 25. Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 through 7. And Matthew 4, 5 through 7. Deuteronomy 6, 16 through 25, Exodus chapter 17, 1 through 7, and Matthew 4, 5 through 7. Group them all together, read them together, meditate on them together. And remember, this one dealt with the temptation for us to tempt or test God. There is a temptation that you and I face sometimes, and that temptation is for us to tempt or to test God. What exactly does that mean? Deuteronomy chapter 6, 6 16 through 25, Exodus chapter 17, 1 through 7, and Matthew 4, 5 through 7. What does it mean to tempt God? What does it mean to test God? Exactly what does that mean? I need you to really just dig into that, really think about what that means. That every day, not only are we tempted to rely on ourselves rather than relying on God, every day we have a tendency to want the physical bread instead of the, the, the word of God. Okay, we talked about that temptation, but then this one is every day we are faced with this temptation to tempt or test God. What does that mean practically? What does it look like? What does it look like? Now, we've done a little bit of work on it. We've done a little bit of work. Some of you have done a lot of work on it. That's great. 
Uh, someone made an entire chart. Probably going to be using that chart a lot tomorrow at Victory Baptist Church uh, because we're really we're going to really try to get. We want to make sure we understand that temptation. All right. Well, a lot of times we talk about temptation. We talk about temptation in all of these other areas and not ever think about. Well, are you being tempted to test God? Are you being tempted to tempt God? What does that mean? That was Unit Two, Session Three. That was Unit 2, Session 3. Now, from there, we go from Unit 2, Session 3, the, t- uh, the temptation to test God, and then we go to Unit 2, Session 4. Unit 2, Session 4. Now, Unit 2, Session 4 is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 10 through 15. Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 15, and Matthew 4, 8 through 11. We have not done any work on this as of yet. I haven't done any work from the pulpit on this. We haven't done any work here in the studio on this. So I need you to do this. And this one is the temptation to place something else before God. We are, we are constantly tempted to put things before God. We've got to understand that temptation. Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 15, Matthew 4, 8 through 11. Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 15, Matthew 4, 8 through 11. Please read, read, meditate, think about that. Understand that temptation. Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 15, Matthew 4, 8 through 11. That's unit two, session four. All right. Now, we definitely have not we've we definitely have not started even beginning to to deal with anything in unit 2 session 5, but unit 2 session 5 is going to be are you ready? Unit 2 session 5. Now, I'm going to deviate a little bit from the curriculum. For unit 2 session 5, I want you to have these are the two scriptures. Matthew 4:11 Matthew 4.11. I'm going to read Matthew 4.11. We have not talked about this in any way, shape, or form. But after Jesus is tempted, Matthew 4.11. After Jesus is tempted, Matthew 4.11. I want you to see what happens as soon as the temptation of Jesus is complete. Right? Matthew 4.11. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. The devil leaves, and angels come and minister unto him. Doesn't explain what that ministering exactly is. It could obviously, it could possibly be food. He'd been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. You think that would possibly be involved. But the angel showed up to minister to him. Now, the, the, the curriculum doesn't pair these two together, but I want you to look at that verse, Matthew 4.11. I really want you to just read that verse. You may not understand the significance of it, but I'm going to try to show you the significance of it before we're done with this study. And I want you to con- connect that with Psalm 32, 1 through 7. Psalm 32, 1 through 7. And this is Unit 2, Session 5. Matthew 4, 11, and Psalm 32, 1 through 7. Now this, uh, uh, for unit two, session five, this is about recovering from a fall into temptation. So I want to use Matthew 4, 11. 
when someone has been tempted. Now, in Jesus' case, he did not sin. Obviously, he's the eternal son of God. But angels showed up to minister unto him. Now, for Christians, when someone falls into temptation, what should we do? Should we show up as angels to minister unto the person, or should we show up as people with torches, pitchforks, and some rocks? What do you do when someone falls into temptation? We we show up to gather the facts so that we can then tell everyone, we can gossip, we can slander, we can badmouth, we can judge, we can condemn. But who shows up saying, I'm, I'm here to minister to you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. How, do, how does someone recover from a fall into temptation? How do they recover? Now, they, they point to Psalm 32. We'll see if that is a good psalm or not. I'm not here. You can look at it yourself. But that's Unit 2, Session 5, which we have to get to relatively quick. And and we, we're, we're going to try. The goal tomorrow at Victory Baptist Church is Sunday school, Sunday morning, and Sunday night is going to be all dedicated to these things. We're going to be just digging in. And, 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 and hopefully, if everything goes right, Wednesday night at Victory Baptist Church. We're gonna, I'm going to try to bring this to some, uh, hopefully... I just feel that this study is so perfectly crafted and put together that we we, we cannot bl- blow this opportunity. We can't waste this opportunity. We can't just like, no, this, we got to really grab on to this. So unit two, session five, recovering from a fall into temptation. I love the Matthew 4.11 passage. I just do. Because here's Jesus. He didn't fall into sin, but the angels show up to minister unto him. Now, what some people say, well, if he would have fallen into sin, well, then obviously the angels wouldn't have ministered to him. But the point is, is as Christians, look, the one thing, the one thing we have, we all have in common, we all fall in temptation. We all succumb to temptation. We all sin and thought, word, and deed all the time. So... Uh, we we may need to rethink our our way of approaching that, right? That's unit two, session five. Then there's one more here. Unit two, session five. Then there's unit two, session six. Unit two, session six. Unit two, session six. This is going to be Ephesians six ten through eighteen. Ephesians six ten through eighteen. And this is going to deal with the strength to stand against temptation. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Oh, that could get very interesting. We're probably going to have to add an extra week for that one. All right. Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 18. Ephesians 6, 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 10 through 18. Now, that's probably, possibly where we will end. Now, the problem is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 may, we may finish the study on temptation and then get diverted a little bit. And we may have to do kind of a, a, a secondary study that will be linked to that passage because there's a lot of questions that should arise in anyone's mind who's ever read it. But we won't go there right now. 
All right, there is your breakdown of all the scriptures. I really, I'm begging you to be reading these, really, and to, and to be seeing that structure, all right? I'm going to go back and just and just walk you through this structure because I think it's awesome. All right? So, unit two, session one. We started off by, and, and just remember what we tried to work on that in, in that session. The source of temptation, we clearly identified the call is coming inside the house. It's inside of us. And we dealt with the definition of temptation, the source, the definition, and we began to look at or at least introduce the struggle of God's involvement in our temptation. All right. Then we began to look at the temptation to rely on ourselves instead of God. A man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Stop relying on the material, the physical, your feelings, your emotions, your, your own thoughts. We have to rely on the word of God. We have to listen to it, even though it may guide and direct us in a way in which we do not like or we're not happy with. All right. Then the temptation to test or tempt God. What does that look like? What does it mean? How are you today possibly tempting and testing God? How am I today possibly tempting and testing God? That's unit two, session three. Then unit two, session four, the temptation to put something else before God. That is a common issue. Well, we are tempted to put something before God. We do it every single day. Typically, we put ourselves before God. Then we're going to look at the recovering from a fall into temptation. Matthew 4, 11 is, is, is what I really, really want to look at there. Okay. Or at least that's going to be, that's what sparked my, my way of thinking that I'm going to utilize in that session. All right. And then lastly, the strength to stand against temptation. And then that's in Ephesians. I want you to just put all of that together. Yeah, we can't just... Ah, oh, it's, it's one of those things when I look at that, I'm like, wow, that's really, that's some good stuff. Even if I don't agree with everything the curriculum has to say about it all, that's some really good stuff to dig into and to meditate on and to talk and to discuss. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's worth the price of admission, which is free. Okay. It's, it's, it, it's more than worth it. All right. It's more than worth it. So I want you to read those scriptures. Right. Obviously, I said we're going to do two. I'm going to kind of focus on two things, but let me just mention this one. We don't have to write it down as a second one. Please use the curriculum. Please use the curriculum. Please, 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 please. Look at the curriculum. Read it. Work through it. Do what they tell you to do. Talk to me about it. Right. I'm really going to emphasize the curriculum, especially now that we have to pay, you know, a, a pretty good price increase that we have to pay now to maintain it. So I don't know how, you know, at this point, I'm still struggling with how long we're going to, I'm going to make the curriculum available. I, I haven't received too many emails about the curriculum. So I, you know, I've got to decide what I'm going to do, but I think this is a perfect example. I think someone sent an email that keep the curriculum because it adds a lot of structure to the Bible study exercises. And it does. It does. Even if I'm not broadcasting, you've got the curriculum right there. So I like that having, you know, having it there. So we will see. We will see. All right. Now, with all of that said, here's what I need you to do. All right. If you haven't done it, I know it's been a while and I know we were trying to build something and then we stepped away from it, but it's May of 2023. 
We got the summer in front of us. So let's try this. Let's try for the rest of May, right? The rest of June, uh, all of June, all of July, and all of August. Let's try to go from May to the end of August by recommitting Bible to, to Bible memory. And we're going to try to use the Bible memory app. Once again, we've, we've got this still set up and it's set up specifically for the Theology Central podcast. Here's what you do. If you go to your app store, the Apple app store or the Google Play store. I mean, nobody should be going to the Google Play store because nobody should own anything other than an iPhone or an iPad, but that's, I, I digress. In your app store of choice, type in Bible memory app, the Bible memory app, the Bible memory app. Okay. It's a white background with like a red Bible open. And in the center, there's a cross. All right. The Bible memory app, open it. Here it is. Once you open it, go to where it says groups. All right. You can hit see all and then do a search for theology central and there we are and you can enjoy the group you can uh, you can enjoy you can join the group you can join the group right right now there are a number of passages to start memorizing all right you've got some Deuter- Deuteronomy 8 2 through 3 1 Corinthians 3 1 1 Corinthians 3 2 1 Corinthians 3 3 James 1 2 James 1 3 and James 1 4 and I will be adding more verses here soon right the Bible memory app. If for some reason you cannot find it, um, just let me know and I, and email me newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, and I will, I can send you an invite link. All right. I will do that. All right. So the Bible memory app, download it, go to where it says groups, then hit see all, type in theology central. Please sign up today and start memorizing scripture with us. And we're going to really emphasize in the rest of the month of May, scriptures dealing with all of the ones I just gave you to read. Now, the thing is with the Bible study exercise podcast, and I, and I, and I constantly have this struggle with myself. How do I, how do I find that balance between do I just turn on the microphone day in and day out, day in and day out, and do every little thing for everyone? And how much do I say, guys, here it is. Here's curriculum. Here are the scriptures. Here's the structure. Here's the themes. Oh, here's the Bible memory app. Oh, here's a PDF file. How much do I just put into the hands of everyone and then sit back and go, well, it's on them now. It's on them now. Either they're going to get something from this or they're not. How, how much do I do that? And how much do I, I'm like, okay, okay, never mind, never mind. Just sit there and listen. I'll do it all. And, and, and I, I struggle because like when I do a broadcast like this, you know what I'm feeling right now? Man, we should have done some work on Deuteronomy chapter six. We, we should have done some work on Matthew chapter four. We definitely should have read uh, Psalm 32. We, but see, the, the goal is to try to get us like, I'm just trying to lead you into the exercise. I'm not trying to do it for you, right? I'm just trying to guide you into it. I'm trying to get you there. So please open the Bible and dig into these passages. 
Discuss them. Email me. Look, if no one else around you wants to talk about it, then email me, okay? I'll talk about it. Let, let's get the most out of this as possible, all right? Um, okay, good. Someone just said that the assignments are super helpful because they would just kind of be floundering around, you know, aimlessly. I, I, that, see, that's my feeling. That's my feeling as well is that we're, we're, I'm giving you specific things to work on, specific things to look at. So I, I hope it's beneficial. I hope it's beneficial. I'm still, I'm still, I look, I get emails all the time with, you know, you're doing too many broadcasts. Like everyone has their, their thoughts and opinions. And I take every single word into consideration. I really, really do. But trying to find that perfect balance, I'm not saying I'm ever going to find it. But I know this, I am committed, so committed to the Bible Study Exercise podcast series. Maybe of all the series we've tried to do, I'm more committed to it than any of them just because there's so many, there's millions of things around us constantly distracting us. We can get caught up into criticizing this and fighting about this. and But but just trying to get a group of Christians to say, let's just study the scriptures, right, guys? And, and it's hard to get people to participate. It, it really is. It, it really is hard to get people to participate, which then just makes you quite second guess yourself going, well, then why am I even trying? Like, why am I putting forth all this effort to try to guide people into Bible study if people don't actually want Bible study? People claim they do until they realize the work. And then they're like, nah, nah, I'm looking for something simpler. I'm looking for something easier. I'm looking for something quicker. Well, you know, remember our podcast we did about the Christian book? Uh, distributors, the uh, Christian book distributors catalog. And I told you about the one minute devotionals that they're selling. Get you a one minute devotional, I guess. Uh, and I'm not even criticizing that anymore. Do, just do something. But I just wish we could find more and more people who really want to dig in, who really want to dig in. And I, I just believe that our approach to the subject to temptation has been super unique. I think this has been super unique, and I think we've we've really brought up some very important uh, issues. All right, now the goal is so that just so that you know. Now I've handed you what to do. I've given you all the scriptures. You have them now, all of them, all the way out. You know the curriculum is available. I've told you about the Bible Memory app. The Bible Memory app. Download it. Go to groups. See all theology central. Join. I'm going to start adding more scriptures to it. Even here in the next few minutes, I'm going to log back in to the dashboard and start adding some more. And um, I, I think, well, I mean, tomorrow, if everything goes right, it's going to be three hours of teaching. Um, hopefully, next week, then I can really just use the, uh, maybe the podcast to either clarify, strengthen, remind, add to, answer questions to really do the best to bring this to some kind of important conclusion. This is just one of those that I just feel like we've got, we've got, we've, we can't, we can't let this get away from us. And I felt like yesterday taking that detour, I, I was kind of hurt. I was kind of shooting myself in the foot, but there we go. Don't forget the PDF file on, on temptation as well. All right, there we go. 
I, I feel like, see, I feel like I need to say something else. I, I feel like I got to do something else, but I can't right now. That's, that's 35 minutes just trying to get you reset. So we will see. We will see. News, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. Please, 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 please. Work to get the most out of this. And let's bring this study on the subject of temptation to a beneficial, hopefully God-honoring, God-glorifying conclusion so that you can say, okay, I understand this a little better now. And I can say, I understand this a little better now. All right? I'm not giving up. We're going we're to make this work. All right now, I've got two books right here that's got in the mail. 30 Old Testament passages with deeper meaning. Hey, summer of 2023, I talked about it in a previous broadcast. This book, 30 Old Testament passages with deeper meaning, that's going to become a, a series all right. I was probably, I don't know how we're going to uh, connect this. We're going to be doing the Bible study exercise, but this is going to be a separate series from that. So we're definitely, summer of 2023 is going to be this book. This book is, this is going to be the book of, of the summer of 2023, the uh, 30 Old Testament passages with deeper meaning, the surprisingly significant, the significance of seemingly ordinary verses by Michael Williams. This may be a total theological train wreck, but it should be fun. And then, just because Amazon, when I bought that book, said, well, you should get this book, too. <laughs> I have no idea how bad theologically this is. Spiritual warfare and the storyline of Scripture, a biblical, theological, and practical approach. Okay, so by William F. Cook III and Chuck Lawless. This could be so bad. <laughs> this could be so bad. I don't think this is going to turn into a series but I'm going to be marking this book up. This is like 300 and something pages. I'm going to be I'm going to be devouring this. And if 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 you hear me, just, if you hear screaming, it's probably coming from Texas because I just, anytime I pick up a book on spiritual warfare, I almost have a nervous breakdown and just well where it goes. But that's I, I, I that's a whole different subject. So we'll we'll try to fit these in this summer as well. But for us for the Bible study exercise. Let's finish the study on Temptation Strong. Let's now three months, all of May, all of June, all of July, all of August, so a little bit more than three months. Let's three three plus months, let's focus on Bible memory with the Bible memory app. Come on, download it now. Come on, download the Bible memory app. Come on, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not leaving until you open up the app store, the Bible memory app. Once you download it, go to Groups. Look for See All, do a search for Theology Central, and join the group now. Like right now. I need notifications right now. All right, look, I'm watching you. Look, I'm just, what are you doing? I'm, I'm telling you. All right, okay. Some of you are just rebellious. I get it. All right. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Everyone have a wonderful day. Okay. All right. Someone said, okay, they downloaded it. All right. Good, good. They downloaded it. I think they were already a member of the group. Let me look here. I can look at all the members. See, I can see exactly who's joined and who's not joined. All right. So I've got, uh, okay. Yeah. One, uh, one person has all the verses current. 
Wow. That is crazy. I didn't know anybody had still been. Everyone else has just has fallen off. Nobody has any other verses current. So, um, but there we go. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. All right. Let's do it. Okay. I won't try to overwhelm you, but let, we got some. We got some verses to memorize. And I know it's hard. Bible memory, you talk about spiritual warfare. People say, where's spiritual warfare? Trying to discipline yourself to memorize scripture. (laughs) Okay, right? Because you can look at it and read it a couple of times and then we just kind of move on. But to really, to really commit it to memory, the, the verse and, you know, the, I call it the address, you know, Hey, I know I, sometimes people will say, well, I know that verse and, and I hear this all the time in church. You hear, you hear because, you know, I in, engage with my people when I'm preaching. I'm like, well, where's that verse? And people are like, well, I know the verse, but I, and they say this all the time. I don't know where it is. And then you usually hear me go, oh, come on, right? Well, when you commit a verse to memory, commit the address to memory so you know where it is. Okay. Oh, I know where that verse is. Oh, that's in John chapter eight. Oh, I know where that verse is. That's John chapter six. Oh, that's first Corinthians 13. Oh, wait, that's Genesis chapter six, whatever the case may be. And I'm telling you, the more you memorize, then you're a walking concordance for yourself and you can be putting cross references together because that the Bible starts all fitting together. So it, it does have major uh, benefits. All right. Okay, I'll wait for people to join. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and wait. I'm, I'm just joking with you. I know it's going to be like a hundred degrees here in Texas today, so um, I'm going to go. Probably, I don't know what I'm going to go do. I got a lot to do. It's uh, almost two p.m. I have a lot to do in a short amount of time this evening, so I'm going to go do that. There you go. There's our reset for our seven-week study on the subject of temptation. I put the scriptures together, read them, the Bible memory app, another tool to assist you in this study. Please utilize it. If you need any help, email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Everyone have a great day. God bless.